Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Jordan Miles speaks out. History could be made in Saudi Arabia. And what is The Rock cooking in UFC? For Wednesday, October the 30th, 2019. This is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. A lot has been said about Jordan Miles over the past 48 hours and his relationship with WWE. In particular, uh, the T-shirt that WWE put out for Jordan Miles that has stirred quite a bit of controversy. You can check out the last few episodes of this podcast for the full story on that. But it led to Jordan Miles speaking out about WWE allegedly not caring about black people, making some strong allegations about the treatment of superstars in the WWE in general, and some offensive remarks aimed at Jay Lethal in Ring of Honor. Now, the dust has settled a bit on this, and Jordan Miles took to Instagram with a statement yesterday, which I'll paraphrase now. He says, My tweets yesterday were completely disrespectful and were unprofessional. I have offended a ton of people and used anger to fuel me. The anger I have inside of me has been built up for years now. Call me what you want, but you will never, ever be able to call me fake. I have tiptoed around, kept quiet, even took some L's where necessary. Emotionally charged up due to the shirt, which triggered past emotions. I am never going to be sorry for being me, nor will I take back my words. My ribs are touching and I'm tired of waiting. It's time to snatch plates from those that have been eating for far too long and always get seconds. For four years, I gave all my all to a promotion only to find out you could only reach so high just as long as you didn't surpass certain people. I never begged for anything. I never kissed ass nor rubbed elbows with the right people to get ahead. I hustled. I worked hard. I didn't call Hunter every day. He's referring to Hunter Johnston, the ROH booker, to get booked for New Japan. I earned it. I always wanted to be the guy and no one would allow me to be in that spot. I shall blaze my own trail to that spot rather than it be approved by others. Today, I shall continue to go the distance. Today, I shall lead moving forward. Today, I shall rise up from the past like a dark phoenix and promote change in this industry. Remember these words. I am the best in the world and no man or woman will stop me from being honest. Go the distance. Really passionate words from Jordan Miles after what has been quite the week in the career of Jordan Miles and indeed the relationship between Jordan Miles and the WWE.
Crown Jewel Pay-Per-View, streaming live on WWE Network, Thursday, October 31st, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow, WWE Crown Jewel comes from Saudi Arabia. Uh, The guys landed in Saudi Arabia last night. Vince McMahon arrived shortly after them. Shane McMahon and Triple H haven't made the trip because, obviously, we have NXT tonight on the USA Network. So Triple H is sticking around to oversee that. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair didn't nearly make it. Um, they had a bit of trouble getting into Saudi Arabia. This was picked up by TMZ. Hulk Hogan uh, had a really tough landing in Iceland. The tyres and the brakes on the plane suffered serious damage. A friend of his from Minnesota had a plane and said they would take him and Jimmy Hart uh, to Riyadh. PW Insider actually later reported uh, that Ric Flair was also with them on the plane and they actually got a ride to Saudi Arabia from Brock Lesnar. It's like the weirdest reboot of planes, trains and automobiles you've ever seen. Uh, some other news ahead of Crown Jewel. Uh, Fightful are saying that uh, as of early this week, the plan was for the Viking Raiders to win the tag gauntlet at Crown Jewel in order to stack accolades for them. They're really bigging up the Viking Raiders at this point. I think if you watched our, uh, our, our mess of a predictions video on the Cultaholic YouTube channel yesterday, uh, we all pretty much went Viking Raiders because it feels like they're getting the, uh, the rocket strapped to them, if you will. We could see history made tomorrow in Saudi Arabia as well as we understand that Lacey Evans, Lana and Natalia, according to Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful, were spotted arriving with the rest of the WWE roster in Saudi Arabia. Now, they did this last year where Alexa Bliss uh, was flown out along with Natalia and there was talk that there was going to be a women's match in Saudi Arabia. That never ended up happening. And it looks like they're certainly going to attempt to try that again. Whether that happens or not, well, we will find out tomorrow when we watch Crown Jewel. Uh, We'll be watching on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. You can join us for reactions. Everything that we make on the Super Chat and on the donations during Crown Jewel tomorrow will go to Amnesty International. It's a charity live stream. We are very proud to be representing Amnesty International tomorrow whilst watching what should be um, an interesting an interesting pay-per-view from the WWE. On Saturday, November 9th. What an atmosphere. What a crowd here tonight. He will fight for something or fall for everything. Oh, my God. For the first time ever, AEW presents Full Gear. Look who's here. It promises to be a night of firsts. We called it a dream match before the show. A night that will live in infamy. Story is yet to be written. All Elite Wrestling presents Full Gear. Live Saturday, November 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Only on pay-per-view. AEW have added a rather unique stipulation to their full gear main event. This comes from AEW. Uh, We have announced a new tiebreaker stipulation for the World Championship match featuring defending champion Chris Jericho and the American Nightmare Cody at the full gear pay-per-view in Baltimore on Saturday, November the 9th. In the event there is no winner at the end of the 60-minute time limit, a panel of three esteemed judges who will be seated at ringside must vote for a winner. In the event that there is not a unanimous choice, the majority decision will be the winner. This will ensure that a draw will not be the outcome of this World Championship title match. I really like this. This is a nice additional wrinkle to that main event match. They may not even need to use the judges, but even by acknowledging them, it puts that little seed of doubt in your mind that maybe these two are going to, as they would say in the old days, do the Broadway, do a whole one-hour time limit draw. This is really cool. 
A tough night for ratings in the WWE. That seems like a sentence that we say quite a bit at the moment. Uh, Monday Night Raw brought in just 2.1 million viewers, according to Showbuzz Daily. The show was the final episode uh, for WWE heading into Crown Jewel. So it was the go-home show. Normally, that is where you get uh, a big number because we're getting ready for a big show. They, they stacked it. Hulk Hogan was there. Ric Flair was there. We had the divorce court angle. That was the main. That was the big push of the night. That felt really weird. Like throughout Monday Night Raw, they're telling us to stick around. The divorce court's coming. Stick around. And lo and behold, not many people stuck around. Uh, by the end of the night, uh, Raw was barely, barely at 2 million viewers. In fact, at 10 p.m., it dipped to 1.9 million viewers, which is a shocking drop from last week. It's almost like people didn't want to stick around to watch Lana and Bobby Lashley making out. It's almost like they didn't want to do that. Bea Priestley was speaking to TalkSport about AEW. Uh, Bea Priestley said that she joined AEW as opposed to uh, anywhere else because of the freedom that the AEW contract offers her. It allows uh, Bea Priestley to still work and live in Japan with her boyfriend, Will Ospreay, which is a big part of what she does. Uh, Bea Priestley says that if she joined WWE, uh, not only would she have had uh, her Japan dates taken off her, so she would have been exclusive to NXT, but she fears she would have been lost in the shuffle because she was offered a job around the same time that a lot of female and male talents were being hired for NXT UK. So she was concerned that she might just get sort of lost amongst it. So it's just great to see her doing so many good things in AEW, though. WWE Backstage uh, premieres on FS1 next Tuesday. Uh, there is already some excitement building for a huge announcement that they're going to reveal on Friday Smackdown regarding backstage. The, the announcement is going to be presumably who the first guest on the show is going to be. We can now once again start those CM Punk return rumours. Come on, it's been at least three days since we had some of them. There was a Twitter altercation last night between the NWA champion Nick Aldis and independent wrestler Cara Noir. This was uh, during the episode of NWA Power, which was great last night, by the way. Really good hour of television. I enjoyed that. NWA asked uh, their Twitter followers who they would like to see face Nick Aldis for the NWA title. Uh, somebody tagged in uh, as Cara Noir, who is a really unique stand, like a standout sort of Black Swan-esque wrestling performer. I'm a big fan of Cara Noir. I've got to see what Cara does front and centre. He's excellent. Uh, so they tagged Cara Noir in to say, hey, give Cara Noir a shot at the NWA title. Uh, Cara responded by saying, sorry, I only work good wrestlers or nice people. He is neither. Cara Noir then shared a DM sent by Nick Aldis to Cara directly. And Nick said the following, apparently. I don't know you and I don't know what your problem is besides looking like an accountant who puts on a Halloween costume and play wrestles. But don't worry, I wouldn't wrestle you for triple my rate, which you'd have to wrestle 50 times to make. So unless you want to see me face to face and get embarrassed, keep my effing name out of your mouth and off your Twitter. Kara uh, commented on this saying, some people don't get Twitter. Mate, I've wrestled you once already. I don't need to wrestle you twice. How about some nice interactions from Twitter? Uh, last night, after Sammy Callahan became the Impact World Champion, defeating Brian Cage inside a steel cage match, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, NXT's very own former 
owner of Goldie, tweeted, Sammy Callahan and I attended the same TNA tryout years ago. Neither of us were offered a deal. He later signed with WWE. I signed with Ring of Honor. He quit WWE. I quit Ring of Honor. We both crossed paths countless times around the world. And tonight, Sammy became the Impact World Champion. I think that's wonderful. Tommaso Ciampa reaching out across the divide to give some love to Sammy Callahan, who I think will make a great Impact World Champion. He is, he, you know, when you look at Sammy Callahan from back in the day as Solomon Crow in NXT to what he has become now, he is on a complete 180. Absolutely grafted and very much earned and deserves that Impact World title. And it's nice, Ciampa, to say so. Do you need some more wrestling to watch? I thought you might. Uh, OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, the former development ground for WWE. This was sort of NXT before NXT. Is now going to be streaming their Tuesday night show each week on YouTube at 8 p.m. Eastern. So you'll be able to watch OVW Wrestling live on their YouTube channel. OVW in the past uh, was, as I say, the development group for WWE. They gave us people like Prototype John Cena, Dave Batista, Randy Orton cut his teeth there. CM Punk set, spent some time there before going up to WWE. Uh, and it was, there's a whole load of incredible talent that has come through those doors. I'm intrigued to watch it. Leo, why not? Let's get some more wrestling. John Cena announced yesterday that he's going to be donating half a million dollars to a charity of the choosing of Paramount Pictures as long as it aids the first responders. Paramount Pictures uh, responded by saying uh, they're going to be donating the money to the Los Angeles Fire Department and the California Fire Foundation, the money that was very kindly donated by John Cena. And finally, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been on Instagram chatting with Dana White from the UFC. It turns out that on Friday, The Rock is going to be attending the press conference for the UFC ahead of Saturday's UFC 244. And he's going to bring with him the BMF Championship belt. A belt designed by The Rock that is going to be presented to the winner of the Diaz-Masvidal fight. Could you imagine The Rock wanting to do something like this, like back in, say, 2000, when WWF were at loggerheads with UFC as a pay-per-view rival. Oh, Vince McMahon would be spitting feathers. It's all right, he's in Saudi Arabia, he won't notice, it's fine. That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. You can check out our predictions for the Saudi Arabia show for Crown Jewel, which is on tomorrow, right now on our Cultaholic YouTube channel. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. I love you, bye. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>